Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ila Dragunov, the star Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Emil Nate in a very safe workspace where we do not have to fear for our lives. And we're so happy to join you on another Thursday live stream. Thank you so much for checking in and joining us, whether you're on Facebook or on YouTube or on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod or hell, even on the audio-only versions where you can also catch the pod, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's so good to see you again, uh, to be back on the live stream. And uh, we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot uh, on our plate coming off of another huge week in wrestling. But before we get to all of the good stuff na kailangan natin pag-usapan dito, Emil, let's tell the people how they can be part of our growing Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community. If you want to be a part of our community, all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon program at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. First low is $5 or 260 to 270 pesos in our local currency. You'll get uh, benefits as part of our Patreon program. You'll get to join our Discord community where you can interact with your fellow podcast and uh, talk to us about anything, discuss wrestling, of course. We also you know, like to talk about anything and everything under the sun. Uh, sports, memes, fashion, games, anything and everything that you want. Also, we have, uh, if you are part of our Patreon, when we do these pasabais, you'll get some friendly rates on the service fees, pinapatong namin, so, you know, so that we can earn a little bit as well from, from that. And uh, also, uh, we, we also have the review content of the weekly wrestling shows, courtesy of Raw and Raw and ASH, like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and even some local so local wrestling as well. That's courtesy of Rowan. And uh, by uh, subscribing to our Patreon, you're supporting everything that we do here in the podcast. So again, please subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. 
Uh, saying thanks to Ina, Glendale, and Julian. Thank you so much for all of the uh, good vibes you guys are sending my way. I also want to thank Hobby Stadium once again. I know we thank them no pick of the week episode, but thank you, let's Hobby Stadium for hosting us no weekend for the WWE Payback Watch Party. And as Ro, you've been saying no uh, pick of the week episode. Di ba sulit na sulit para sa mga pumunta at naniniwala na legit yung watch parties natin. <laughs> testing, <laughs> testing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, thank you guys. If you didn't listen to the Picks of the Week episode, thank you for dropping by. Kusino man ang nakikinig dito ngayon. And pumunta kayo nung payback. Uh, Emil was there, Chino was there. Um, we had a fun time, even though the setting was intimate. Um, actually, mas prefer kayong ganun kasi uh, less crowd control and, you know, the vibes are much better, if you will. But, you know, Shampira, we also like the big vibes for big events like WrestleMania and SummerSlam. But these are also cool. Uh, I know that it was kind of difficult then to come and go out sa ulan sa morning na you'd rather just stay home and stay in bed. But I know it's tough. But um, thank you guys. You asked for payback and we gave you uh, the show and we gave it to you with no problems either. So, hey, uh, <laughs> thank. Uh, now you know. If you want a decent or solid PLE viewing experience, I know you guys want a lot of those WWE premium live events. Uh, please, please consider uh, going to a wrestling wrestling podcast and Geek Talk PH watch party because we got the goods, man. And um, we'll, you know, stay tuned then for the next one. I don't know when that is yet. I don't know if we're doing one for Fastlane, but uh, we'll let you know. Um, this this one was literally uh, thought of by Legend Dennis like a couple of weeks or three weeks before before the actual show. Like he just hit hit us up one time and said, "Oh." Can we do a payback show? And I, I wasn't even counting on it. So, yon, ganon kada le, ganon kasimple ang ang thought process namin yun, or organizing process namin yun when it comes to these uh, PLE viewing parties. So, please come by. Uh, you know, let's have a fun time. And uh, thank you as well for our friends at Hobby Stadium for accommodating us on that Sunday morning. Uh, we had a fun time as well, um, enjoying their food and drink. Uh, it really helped uh, make the early morning experience a lot better. Yeah, uh, na lang ang PLE natin sa WWE for the rest of the year. So you've got Fastlane, uh, the Saudi show, I believe that's Crown Jewel once again, and Survivor Series to wrap a bow around 2023. Uh, more Hobby Stadium happenings for this month. You've got the Wrestling Quiz Night. We're bringing it back. September 23, 8 p.m. Sahabi Stadium. So that's along Doña Hemady Corner, Erod, sa QC. Tickets are at 350 pesos. May kasama na yung iced tea. And marami tayong prizes. We've got GCs from Hobby Stadium. We've got shirts from Everybody's Toys and Collectibles. And a limited edition Sensational Sherry action figure from Hobby Line Toy Store. So marami salamat sa ating mga sponsors. We're really excited to be bringing Quiz Nights back. And uh, you can join individually. You can join us. As a pair, as a as a group of four, as a boy band or a girl group, if you want to so go lang, uh, come on, come all to wrestling quiz night again. That's September twenty three, eight p.m. Tickets are at three hundred fifty pesos. Wala nang link link. Just show up, pay at the door, and then we'll see you there at Hobby Stadium. All right. If you wanna, ano pala, uh, If you don't wanna play, you just wanna hang out by the end. Just come by. Uh, let's fill up. Let's fill up the small bar. Uh, you know, the cozy bar of Hobby Stadium. I know a few of our friends from Manila Wrestling Federation are also dropping by because it's the it's the night before our next show, uh, which is today on eleven. We'll plug that later on in the stream. Pero, uh, pwede mito mambay. Walang pressure din kasi bahama pressure kayo na 
Ala, kailangan yung alamin lahat ng answers sa, sa, sa questions namin, di ba? Mm. Pwede naman tumambay, basta huwag kayong sugapa. Bumili rin kayo, mag-order <laughs> yeah, yeah, din kayo yeah, sa Hobby yeah. Stadium. Hobby Stadium food and drink, top-notch. Oh, huwag kayong garapal, ha? Sisipot kayo, makikisir lang kayo. Huwag naman ganun. <laughs> Alright, uh, we got some wrestling talk to get to, and let's start with the fallout from Payback. And we gotta start with Shinsuke Nakamura losing his title shot against Seth freaking Rollins, pero based on the events of uh, what happened nung Payback after the camera stopped rolling, pati na rin nung Monday Night Raw, halata naman na hindi pa tayo tapos dito sa story nila ni Seth freaking Rollins. And... We see that it's all about the back. Diba? Kaya ba niyang uh, i-load manage yung mga ganap sa buhay ni Seth Rollins? Especially with Nakamura still being at it. And, uh, you know, if if you're following AEW, you might see some parallels between what's going on with Seth here and the Orange Cassidy story, which just wrapped up over the weekend. So, Ro, you were the one who brought up this comp. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not, I wasn't actually the only one who brought up the comp. Uh, pero it's clear because... It's more of a story about Seth than it is uh, Nakamura's heel turn. Like, yes, it's a part of it, but Hindisha is the biggest part of it because now they're focusing on the fact that uh, that Seth has a back injury, which is weird because he's been wrestling this whole time, supposedly with a back injury, and he's doing fine. And then the moment Nakamura exposes it, oh, it's like a weakness. It's funny how that creative decision works here. But uh, yeah, it's about him. It's about his bad back. And... May tension in between him and Adam, uh, Adam Pierce um, about him wrestling with his bad back as if nobody knew about this this entire time. Right? So that's pretty also a strange uh, narrative choice there. But you know, um, reported Dave Meltzer. Yeah. So, but he did say it in a in a podcast interview. That's how he found out. Right? So that's pretty weird. But um, I do like it. I I find it a lot more. Uh, engaging than what Orange Cassidy did because Orange Cassidy was you know playing it a little low key, right? Um, he was just uh, acting a little subtly. Na, okay, he has a bad hand. He has a bad. He's banged up. But here, um, you can easily grasp that Seth is hurt and he's continue continuing to wrestle hurt, and eventually that's gonna catch up to him. And I think there is a bigger payoff for this than. Um, Orange Cassidy, but I'm not so sure now if the payoff is going to be Nakamura winning the championship. Ego Emil, what do you think that payoff is? Um, the payoff is for me. It's kind of obvious what the payoff is going to be. It's going to be Nakamura winning the title at the end. Like nung payback na medyo the disappointment I didn't win, but I re- but when they did that angle on Raj, I realized oh, there's more to this story than just having Shinsuke win in his first title match. You know, because his target is the back, and he knows, like he knows, there will be that at some point. Nah, Seth can't even can't win anymore, and you know he's gonna take advantage of it. So I think that's gonna be the payoff at the end of this feud, whether it happens at Fastlane or at Survivor Series. That is the end game for this. It's not Nakamura winning the title. Very bold of Emil to call his shot and say, "Na ah, si Shinsuke talaga magiging champion." Because uh, we called that shot five years ago during the AJ Styles feud, and we were all wrong when Low Blow Nakamura kept losing title match after title match. Um, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was a humbling moment. Yeah, worthy of freezing cold <laughs> takes. <laughs> so because Emil, he... ano natin yan? Ipapreserve natin to in yeah. case uh, you fall flat on your face with this. With this uh, take, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm very confident on what I said. Like this is, 
there's okay, no way they, they there's no way they mess this up again you know they, they, the story's headed there so you know i don't know i'm not so sure about that to say i when 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 nakamura said that he didn't want the rematch but he said no i i was thinking maybe there's a bit different motivation for him parang uh, if if they can articulate it, but parang I I hope that they say na uh, Nakamura doesn't care about a championship. He just wants to prove that he's king of strong style undisputedly, right? So if they go that way, okay lang. But um, the story really is seem to be focusing more on Seth and his determination to wrestle her. That's how I'm seeing it right now because of all the players: Adam Pierce, Ricochet, Nakamura, right? So. Uh, I don't know if they took that from Orange Cassidy, but it, it does seem that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's stick with the payback fallout. Nagpakita si Jay Uso at the PLE because he was announced as the newest member of the Monday Night Raw roster. So there's a lot to unpack here because si Cody Rhodes, diba, umapears as a Grayson Waller effect. And then sinabi niya na whatever pull or influence he has backstage, ginamit niya yun to move Jay Uso to Raw. So, dun palang like one, paano nagkaroon ng sway si Cody? Pangalawa, uh, Jey Uso magically gets rehired after quitting and then goes to Raw. And then, uh, you have the nice detail na he shows up on Raw a couple of nights later and then lahat ng mga nakabangga niya except for Sami Zayn, talagang very sus pa rin yung pagtingin nila sa kanya. Which is really good kasi... Uh, halatang nagpe-pay attention sila, di ba? Hindi lang, hindi lang si Kevin Owens yeah. yung parang, oh, di ba magkagrit tayo dati? So at least ngayon, everyone has been paying attention and remembers na, oh, ano, galit pa rin ako dito kay Jay Uso. So you have all of these details coming together in the last week or so. So, Emil, let's start with you. What did you think of this move na uh, tinraid si Jay? Kasi yun yung inannounce si Adam Pierce backstage kay Jay na, okay, nandito ka na sa Raw, sumay ka balit ka, mayroong babalik ng SmackDown. I thought it was it was fine, but I also thought it was too soon to sell that he that he quit that, that angle that he quit. Parang three weeks later he got what he bumalik just because he got traded to Raw. I wish they could have waited at least two months or at least a month before they pulled this off. But it's fine because it it's also a way to at least you know keep. Keep him apart from what what is happening on SmackDown because that's what we are afraid of now. Oh, this the the story is maluluma na yung story if he again gets involved with Roman and and Solo and Jimmy. So it's fine, and I love that fact that 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 nuance that uh, all of the guys, even even though Jay has been a babyface ever since what ever since May, yung mga ibang babyfaces then on Raw. Because you know they, uh, they the bloodline messed with them before, parang hindi big sabi na babyface na na bati bati na sila like you know they they still have they still hold some grudge they still hold grudges against Jay and this is gonna be an interesting story for him down the line na uh, he needs to prove himself and literal na ano walas yung kahampidito aside from aside from Sami very different from when he was still on SmackDown he had the whole bloodline with him so it's gonna be much more different Jay Uso this time and let's see if he can swim with the sharks. Igaro, uh, we're see, we've been calling that it's Jimmy versus Jay for WrestleMania 40 so this is clearly to set them apart for now. Yeah, I agree with Emil. Nah, that, that's weird. The the layoff was too soon. I mean, it was too short rather. Parang. Uh, all of a sudden, Cody Rose can pull strings and 
facilitate a trade, diba? I don't care if, if he was an EVP before. That doesn't make sense in the WWE universe. Uh, I wish that they would, they tried to explain it. I think they had time. But um, as you can see with payback, uh, stories don't function necessarily in uh, four-week cycles anymore, three to four-week cycles anymore. Like Triple H allowed them to breathe over time. So uh, what was stopping them from uh, putting together a brief three or four-week story of someone, uh, maybe fine, have it be Cody if, if, if it has to be Cody. But see Jay to come back and then show the the struggle of Jay deciding to uh, deciding whether he if he should um, come back and face all that toxicity again even if it's on another on another brand but uh, we cut right from uh, we cut right through that uh, would have been emotional beat to get to a point that I honestly didn't think wasn't earned so saying opportunity there's still a chance for them to explain all of this heading forward. Uh, especially with um, the storytelling they've been doing. But um, I wish that that storytelling had happened before uh, Cody brought Jay back and not after. Sayang lang. Uh, it's good though. Um, it's good that they acknowledged that Jay had beef with a lot of championship contenders along Roman's path. Diba? That's good. Um, that's something I, di- I don't think Vince would have uh, thought uh, through. I-, I don't think he would have made the effort to have them acknowledge that little detail. But uh, right now, it's looking good. But I am also intrigued. You know, Papa SmackDown for that. If it turns out to be Cody, then you know it makes sense, I guess. Na, uh, send, uh, Cody or <laughs> facilitated a trade of himself. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but no, penetration. Yeah, na sige. Gusto ko paring kalabanin si Roman. But to do that, I have to be on SmackDown. So ako na lang trade mo. In offer ni sarili niya. Then again. Lang, na, na I hope they do that. I hope, I hope they explain that. Because you know, kulang eh. Uh, yeah. No, ito ba eh. How do you trade Cody for Jay when Jay had to be rehired? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't think. No, I think the nuance there is. Uh, I don't think he left. He he left his deal. you say you quit, but you're not really quitting because uh, your your contract is still locked up by management. I think it's one of those things that easily explained. Nagawal lang siya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay, okay. But yun lang, naisip ko lang siya in the moment. Kasi nga, di ba, nag-quit si Jay. So dapat, technically, hindi na siya part ng SmackDown kung nag-quit siya. So anong trade mga, uh, yung mangyayari kung wala naman yung entity dun, di ba? To be traded. So, yun. Uh, just my, my wrestling like, brain. It's I like think... a silent trade. <laughs> Resign him, then trade him, yeah. trade him to <laughs> Resign. <laughs> no, I, 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 think, I think they can explain. <laughs> <laughs> I think they can explain that by I know, having Adam Pierce come out and say, "I didn't say it's it is official, so it's not official." So, I think Megan and Nuance are ready to be exploited. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Glendale's right. He was placed in the alumni up. section. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Fucking. <laughs> 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 I know. Yeah, so who so. you know and that's the re the, the the fact that we're asking these questions proves proves that they skipped a few steps in the story, a few chapters yeah. in the story. 
Mm, kasi tayo-tayo na mismo yung nagpuput together ng mga ano, missing details. Alright, uh, we'll take our first break. When we come back, we'll break down Judgment Day All Belts, the Zoe and Trish breakup, and we'll talk about LA Night. Yeah! But first, a quick word from our other podcasts on the Pod Network. All right, we've got more payback fallout to break down here. And let's start with the Judgment Day all carrying gold. So Finn Balor and Damon Priest have become the new undisputed tag team champions. That's great. Uh, yung, yung breakup nila, di ba, hindi pa matutuloy kasi right now they're on the same page. Si JD McDonough predictably got involved. So medyo masaya din sila, sort of. Pero still, question marks surrounding uh, the circumstances of his involvement. Like, uh, ano ba talagang status niya with the Judgment Day? And then, you know, the Judgment Day is basically like the bloodline just Earlier this year, na lahat sila may championship, di ba? I mean, si Solo didn't have anything. But uh, yeah, Jimmy and Jay and Roman all carrying two sets of titles. Solo was North American champion before. Like, oh yeah, for a week. So, for like yeah, a week. Yeah. For a week. <laughs> right, right. So you've got Dom in the solo spot here. So, ayun, uh, what do you guys think of how this has all happened? Because like uh, the Bloodline story, there are elements that are coming together here. Let's start with you, Emil. I like this development. Um, because I said no predictions na, na something has to go down at payback. Like it's either they unite or they break up. Because the story has been parang na stagnate na siya for a while after money in the bank. And parang walang walang masyadong nangyayari. But finally something happened now and we got this. Like Judgment Day at the end of the day, they won all the titles and they are now united more than ever than ever before. And it seems like JD is going to get added to the mix now. So, um, akala ko, yung Judgment Day, they're on the sec- they're, they're on the end stage, parang final stage of, of their story, pero it seems like wala pa tayo sa kalahate. And I like it because people love the Judgment Day and we need that one long-term storyline on each show and this is this is this seems to be that story for raw so i'm fine with it mm-hmm. uh wh- what do you think of jd's uh, involvement dito sa pagkapanalo ni na finn and damian i like it it's again it adds more intrigue it adds more layers to the story uh ano ba talaga siya? is he really uh, is he really like trying to get in or is he trying to get in to break them up from inside? You know, so very interesting CJD si Biglasa story na to. And he's someone to watch out for in the next month, in the next few weeks or even months uh, to come. Igaro, we're five months removed from the bloodline all having gold. So is it too soon that another heel faction has all the championships? No, I think uh, the good thing here is uh, Triple H, he, he created another organic. Uh, organically cheered and supported heel faction, whether he intended it to or not. But uh, <laughs> he, he was listening to the people. Right? Uh, the people wanted to get the Judgment Day over. Um, people wanted Finn to be a champion, and now he's a champion. Uh, people, siyempre, hindi naman natin, hindi naman mawawala yung gusto mong paapa kay Mami Rhea. So, uh, people are booing the fuck out of Dom, right? So, um, these are things that naturally came together and I think more organically than the bloodline, even to um, to get to that top where they're all successful as as a unit. So that's pretty cool. And I think um, if he delayed that, then that's going to be uh, 
it's going to be a lapse on his part kasi maraming niya maraming ni gusto manalo sila so eh, tamang panahon uh, to quote the the cult if you will so um with this uh, i'm really compelled i'm really uh, invested in jd's journey to join uh, i don't know where it's going it's one of those things na uh, okay, um, it's like the Sami Zayn storyline from last year. I, yeah. I want this to play out, and I, I, I don't know. I don't think. I think I'm gonna like whatever happens, whether JD comes in to be a part of the unit uh, without any problems and tension, or uh, if JD comes in to break them up. I, I, I really want um, Judgment Day to be uh, Finn Balor's successful Bullet Club projects at WWE. Where he did not have that um, prior to this moment in time, right? uh, he kind of had the club, but didn't really have the club because he's AJ in custody of the club. So um, <laughs> I I think this is cool, and I think if Triple H plays his cards right, he could have he could possibly have or he could uh, recreate the magic of Bullet Club like fucking ten years ago. <laughs> Do I remember that shit? Uh, <laughs> Judgment Day is fucking over. They're they're really over. Um, more yeah. over than even I thought they would be last year when uh, post Edge post. Nung parahon na di ko pa alam ko ano yung ano yung purpose nila sa buhay. Ano yung ano yung ano yung mission vision nila. So uh, <laughs> props to them. Props to everyone. Uh, it's all good. I mean, they also plucked JD McDonough from. From main event, <laughs> and then easily organically slid him in this uh, successful Judgment Day storyline. So, uh, props as well to the creative team for finding a way to do that without, you know, making it feel forced. Congratulations, by the way, to Finn Balor for joining Rhea oh, Ripley yeah. in the Grand Slam Club. Yep. So, Grand Slam Finn is a thing because kulang na lang niya yung, yung tag team championships, which he won over the weekend. I want to address this comment here because Albert's not the first person tonight who has said that they want main event Jey Uso Ooh. in the Judgment yeah. Day. They did tease why? that. Why? Because they teased it. They teased oh, it. But why would you want it? <laughs> no, I, think, I think that was just them setting up uh, Jay's next feud. Yeah, uh, obviously. Next kasi, side quest, yeah. Uh, which is fine. I, I, I love these side quests. Uh, Triple H makes these side quests pretty interesting. Um, it's a good way to, you know, delay yung whatever obvious matchup that uh, they have in the, on the horizon and um, have the other guy, have the guys, the main characters, do something else. Yeah, it's very interesting that uh, Triple H has been doing this creatively because back in the days that Vince was in charge of creative, yung philosophy niya was always get to the big match now. Diba? It's kind of uh, the reason why we had the big shield triple threat, not at a big four pay-per-view, much less not WrestleMania, but at Battleground. That was the one time it happened because it was that time that lahat sila were in the world championship picture. So, oh, sakto, yun na, shield triple threat right here, right now. So, yun na yun. And and we never had it again. Whereas with with Triple H, it seems that there really is that big tentpole show na kailangan yung puntahan. And to get there, he has to keep these players apart for the time being. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, as to Jay, um, I don't know. <laughs> I think Jay versus Dom would be fine. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. I think we're at a point where tanggap na natin na Dom can have a great match with anyone. It'll, it'll be fun. I don't know. Fuck it. Have Jay win the the North American Championship, <laughs> <laughs> and then angry Mustafa Ali would just see it somewhere. Ibalay na makalaban niya. 
<laughs> Kawawa si Mustafa Ali dito eh. Alright, um, let's go to Zoe and Trish. Uh, they had their own little breakup after the steel cage match. So Becky gets the definitive win. And then Zoe Stark and Trish Stratus have a spat at the end. Zoe Dex Trish hits her with a Z360. And then, ito na yun. Uh, is this the end of the Trish Stratus 2023 comeback? And um, to add to that, Coming out of Raw, you had Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler getting into it, having a match. Shayna uh, ends up respecting Zoe Stark after the fact. So, Anato, are they going to team up now? What do you make of this? I think they are. Um, it's one of those things that, okay, um, somebody else is the the women's champ. And then they, they also happen to be a heel. So, uh, also, as they acknowledged on Raw... Uh, the, the tag team championships are cursed, so you gotta have someone else. Um, you gotta have someone else step up, right? and which is but fine. Short term injury, lang tong kay Piper Niven, or like a short term illness. I, I don't. I mean, not. I mean, I don't know. Pero, siempre right now, then wala siya ng contender, wala siya ng challenger. So uh, you gotta put it together and then have the other women challenge for a championship, which is totally fine. I, I get it. It's it's not a bad it's not a bad thing. Um, I actually dig it. Uh, I, I like this. Uh, Zoe and Shayna. Uh, I think it's a better version of Zo- uh, Shayna and Ronda because uh, mas, mas hiang si Zoe Stark in the wrestling business as a wrestler. Diba? So um, I think they got something good going there. I, I just hope that they don't break it up so soon because uh, that is the other curse of the women's tag division. Mm-hmm. Uh, mga balibalita that officials backstage are pretty high on Zoe Stark, especially coming out of the Trish Stratus feud. So, uh, if you guys have been reading yung mga rumors, yun, uh, medyo magandang, ano, magandang sign to for Zoe Stark. Emil, what do you think about uh, how this all went down? Um, someday, it's, it is going to be a trivia question. Uh, list down all, Shay- all, all of Shayna Baszler's uh, tag team partners. Kasi sobrang dami na. And I, I wish Shayna could have had more. As a singles, like a run, a legit run as a singles, but I don't mind this team because Zoe's really good. So is and, but I don't think it's time for her to chase after the women, the women's world championship. So having a run with the tag team titles is, uh, you know, it, it, it's the right right uh, step for her. And yeah, um, in terms of the Trish run, yes, I think this is the end of the current Trish run. Um, because you know you you can never top that steel cage match against Becky at Payback. That was the that was the perfect ending to her current run. Mm-hmm. But do you want to see more? Um, yung mga ano yung mga appearances nang yun na balik 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 siya minsan yun na lang siguro. Pero as far as far as this year is concerned, that was a perfect end for Trish this year. Actually, do I want to see more? Uh, I think she got it. I think she. Is in better shape now than she was 20 years ago. Um, I don't know. That's just me spitballing, but I think she has it in her what mid late 40s. How old is she now? Yeah, she's like 47. Yeah, yeah. So she got it. Um, she did protect herself by retiring early in 2006. So uh, I want to see more. Uh, I think there's a lot more that she hasn't done. Uh, she's proven herself with the steel cage match, but. Uh, I mean, if she she can still do a late career renaissance, so quite the end. Um, there's a lot more women that she could work with. Like this entire the entire Zoe thing is also another gold mine waiting to be discovered. So um, they built in 
story na siya if ever she decides to continue if if this isn't the end or if this is the end of the current run mm-hmm. uh, whatever happens to Trish Stratus from here on behalf of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast we only have three words and that is thank you Trish let's get to LA Knight uh, who yeah. got endorsed by John Cena uh, they had that moment where nagubat talaga si Cena tinanggal niya yung referee shirt diba para ano uh, walang magsabi na ah hindi referee lang you know I, I believe it was the masked man show where they pointed out na eh oh sinadya talaga nila na tatanggalin ni Cena yung t-shirt niya para we can just forget later on na ah hindi special ref lang si John Cena nung payback 2023 uh, but an endorsement is an endorsement and there's John Cena raising up LA Knight's hand so uh, has WWE pulled back on the rocket strapping of LA Knight too much? What do you guys think? No. I'm, I don't know. Go, Emil. You are the bigger LA Knight fan. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it, uh, the endorsement is, is... That's a big endorsement there coming from what they say is the greatest of all time. I was so random. It started this year. Like Money in the Bank, I think, when Cena appeared in Grayson Waller effect. That's when it started. Nah, he got uh, the greatest of all time uh, moniker from Michael Cole. Yeah, but he wasn't announced as an Yeah, it was the greatest of all time. He wasn't announced by Mike Rome. Uh, yeah. Ah, right, right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Kaya he, it was the first time the whole world, <laughs> himself included, heard the fact that um, they were acknowledging him as the greatest of all time. So that, uh, if I were him, I would also have the same reaction. <laughs> like, says who? Sino sinurvey natin para ito yung pag-agreean natin. Going back to my point, no, it's fine because we got frustrated because before, na, you know, he's not getting the push that he deserves, and uh, parang we're wait, we're finally waiting on that moment where he's finally gonna get it and it's gonna progress from feuding with Miz to being endorsed by Cena to some something bigger down the line. So hindi naman siya too soon. Eh. They're on the right trajectory for me as of right now. Mm-hmm. So you're you're okay with LA Knight? As he is, na wala muna siyang championship. He's not hovering around any title picture. Yeah, just it's fine, fine. Because really? I'm a patient sa, fan. Na I'm I'm at the point nene. Because I have all the faith in Triple H to do the right thing. Ah, look at you. Ah, yeah. Um, no, you're right. Uh, there is a lot of things to uh, say about this, but uh, it's interesting that. There are a lot of side quests for um, LA Knight because uh, the momentum is huge. Like he he's gotten Slim Jim endorsements, he's gotten the the Mountain Dew uh, co-sign. So it's funny that you can uh, reach these heights as a professional wrestler on TV and then still be middling around in what are pretty much young <laughs> mid card. Storylines, my career mode to So uh, it's all a progression from there. Um, and even in 2K, you get catapulted to a, to a championship right away in, in my career. Like they don't, they don't wait to give you that. So I find it funny that they're still holding off on this. I'm not the biggest LA Knight fan, uh, as I like to keep mentioning, but I find it funny that they're holding off on this. Uh, I don't know what. Their timetable is for LA Knight to reach critical mass. But the uh, the crowd support for him is going to reach critical mass 
a lot faster than the the management creative support. So I don't know if that's a thing that they want to risk. But I'm they uh, must strike while the iron is hot. I mean, you already you already struck it to make it hot. So why not strike it again to while it's already hot? So that's, that's strange to me, especially when um, he is according to. Uh, metrics, uh, the biggest merch mover on SmackDown, and to the to the, uh, to the point uh, we can't even fulfill our own pasabay orders because they they couldn't keep up with the demand of of printing LA Knight merchandise. So that's insane. Toto, to, guys, by the way, ako kwento lang In order namin to August thirty, nung MWF show, putra di pa siya send out kasi ginagawa pa yung shirts kasi out of stock. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's how insane it is. Pati yung yung business namin. So I don't know why does it take that long, right? Like, uh, what are you waiting for? What else are you waiting for? Like, he's already good. Like, he's already better than the Miz. Like, uh, people have said La Knight versus the Miz was a Miz versus Miz match, but uh, I think La Knight is pretty okay, man. He's been showing his athleticism. He's been uh, showing then like his emotional depth as a, as a talker, like. Uh, do you need to slow burn this? Like, what, I want to ask you guys: if if you were running the show, would you really have to slow burn this when um, it's clear, like by all standards and measures, that LA Knight is a big deal because the crowd has made it, has willed LA Knight to be a big deal? Yeah, I, I'm just surprised that he's a US champion at this point. Like, uh, the US championship is the the one championship na parang walang long term story arc. Eh. You have Gunther with the IC title, which we'll talk about in a bit. You have Roman with the Universal Championship, and then Seth with the World uh, Heavyweight Championship. Lahat yun may ane, may may story arcs na sila. Eh. But the US title has kind of been floating there, so. I don't know. I, I thought it was an opportunity. Sakto SmackDown title pa yun. Tapos SmackDown si LA Knight. So it, it would have been right there for the taking. Yeah, that's why it was also confusing when they did the tournament and he didn't allow to say LA Knight. Because I thought that was for, that's for him to take. That title is for him to elevate. Hmm. Well, I, I think I think kasi may story. You say that there's no story around the US title. But then I, I'd argue there is a story uh, building with uh, uh, Santos and Rey Mysterio there. So, siguro after noon, yeah. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. And have LA Knight win the US title and go on from there. 
No, I, I would argue that the Santos Ray story doesn't necessarily need the title. Oh, yeah. Kasi parang yeah, pwede mong i-argue na sinulot ni Ray yung title opportunity <laughs> ni Santos. So Ray could lose it to LA Knight today yep. and then Santos and Ray could go feud over their yeah. unresolved issues, diba? So, yeah. uh, in lang. Uh, just answer Rose's question there. But there, um, that's our dedicated portion for this week for LA Knight. Yeah! yeah. All right. Uh, let's mention Gunther since we already brought him up and let's congratulate him first for breaking the Honky Tonk Man's record for longest reign as Intercontinental Champion. What a match again against Chad Gable. And uh, I, I feel bad that Chad Gable's daughters are probably going to be memes. Uh, I, I hope they will not be as they grow up. But you know, the fact that they broke down in tears afterward tells you how emotional that match was. So it's still very much real to them. And I appreciate Chad Gable and Gunther's performance all the more for it. So we, we have some questions. First off, who should defeat Gunther since he's already surpassed the Honky Tonk Man's reign? I still I mean, think right. it's gonna. I, I I think I've been alluding to this ever since. I still think it has to. Be, I got two people in mind. If it's not Seamus, <laughs> no. If it's not Seamus, and then McIntyre, no. It it will be someone who's still in NXT, which is Ilya Dragunov. Which because I mm. think only Ilya has Gunther's number in like I, in WWE. I don't think the the mainstream Raw crowd cares about that. So much. I said, who, they, they don't know. They, they they didn't see NXT UK the way we did. <laughs> like we could we could have hyped that match all year, but they wouldn't have watched it. So um, to them, to the people watching Raw and SmackDown on TV every week, who is Ilya? Oh, non entity si Ilya. persona non grata, but they don't know of him yet. Uh, so I don't think that is. Um, uh, an option right now. It could be if they build it up, but that would mean yeah. a longer time for Gunther as champion. You know? So, uh, man, I, I want Jey Uso to do it. I think that is a good achievement for him, especially if the quest is to brand him and solidify him as main event Jey Uso. Like, like Gunther literally main evented the, cha- the, the, the episode of Raw with the Intercontinental Championship. So how, can, how much more main event can you get? Without you know meeting Seth, so that's pretty cool. That's my pick, Jay. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys first before we get to the next question. Like, what do you guys, especially you guys in the chat and listening to this right now, what do you think of this booking of Gunther as Diet Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns hmm. two? I say yeah, it's obvious may, may that's what they're doing here. Na, may nakikita akong nagsasabi na nakakasawa because Roman is still ongoing. Tapos may Gunther karen. Then again, Gunther is such a beast that I don't see him being booked any other way. So I get it. Because that's the Gunther blueprint. We got that with the NXT UK title run. Uh, So I expected nothing different now that he's the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time. Wait, clarify, Eunice. I, mean, I didn't say Gunther was Diet Roman Reigns. I said the the, the reign is Diet Roman Reigns. Because hey, it's literally the same thing, except it's still shorter. Um, to the point, uh, you know, it could be a lot shorter than Roman's reign, but um, it's the same thing that they're doing in a smaller scale. I kind of don't agree with that as well. Because over the years. Some of the defenses in Roman Reigns after the match, I always, I always think, oh, man, why, why didn't have this guy win, or why did Roman win again? But with Gunther, I didn't feel that. 
every time Gunter wins is okay because he's so so much of a beast na every na it's believable na he's really unbeatable you know <laughs> kasi si, kasi with Roman we already saw him lose so many times before like before even before the tribal chief persona pero with Gunter in his main roster run he has literally been unbeatable so parang okay lang yun for me I, I don't I don't mind him having this long of a reign and having title defenses na the way that they end so no, the thing okay. is it's in a vacuum it's okay but we're not in a vacuum the the reality is there is another one doing the same thing um but um it is interesting because it's kind of sad that the pattern is repeating itself in um in with regard to you know people get built up and then they look good as contenders and then they almost win they could win believably but they they don't because they're protecting um a reign so uh even though you have a great champion, you're also subjecting all of us to heartbreaks like that. Right? It's like how many how many more kids are gonna cry uh, because you're protecting <laughs> Gunther? Right? So you know that man. Yeah, uh, something to think about. So uh, let's talk about Gable here because he deserves his flowers. Ano na? Ano mangyayari Chad Gable dito? Mm. Yeah, right? so what else yeah. is gonna happen? Uh, well, I do think he's gonna become a champion someday, like uh, under the Triple H regime. Yung I'm a North American champion, then I don't know uh, something tag team champion maybe if they if, if they ever decide to split up the championships. But mga bata na Triple H, uh, they're getting they're getting the they're getting the their hot girl summer right now. So um, it's a matter of time. But yeah, like I said before, somebody has to lose, somebody has to win. But um, some of these people are winning more, and some a lot more are losing. So, you know the man. I think uh, I think whoever whoever takes the title away from Seth, obviously that's gonna be a heel. I think Chad Gable should be like the first field, the first in line to 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 go after the World Heavyweight Championship. All right. Uh, eto, uh which run was better? Which long run was better, Orange Cassidy <laughs> or Gunther? That's a tough question. That's a tough question. Because both of them are really good. If you look yeah. at them on its own, because but because first of all, hindi sila magkapares na title reign when you look at their matches. With Orange Cassidy, at the end of his title run, he was getting more desperate to win because his body was catching up to him. As with, but with Gunther, he is so dominant that even though it's now what four hundred days. He still beats his opponents every time with no problems whatsoever. So both of them are historic on their own. That's why it's tough to pick. It's really tough to pick. This is a question that I actually tweeted after No Raw. Like, which people? In terms of your preference. And for me, I, I'd go with Gunther. But it's like a really close margin. I got a, I got a good answer for this. Yeah, My pick no. is Orange Cassidy. I say, wow. With, with Gunther, I say, I, again, from NXT UK, I already know he was dominant as fuck. Like, yeah. uh, Gunther was um, the guy. He's a, he's a made man in NXT and then coming to the main roster. But it's the Orange Cassidy fucking evolved with that championship yeah. reign. But people thought, and a lot of people still thought, at the start of his reign, he was still the the hands in the pockets. I doesn't give a shit, guy. Wherever, whatever, guy. But by the end, everyone knew that he was legitimately elite. 
Like he established himself, even though it was a little selfish for him to do to wrestle like that. Um, he established himself as an all-time great. Uh, you can slot him now in um, the the world championship scene, and it would still make it, it would make sense now than it did uh, maybe what a year ago, two years ago. Yeah. So, uh, ang galing ng 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 progression ni Orange Cassidy from there, and it shows also how great of a wrestling mind that he was. He is. Yeah. Uh, the dude turned "I do not have a catchphrase" into his catchphrase. Yeah. yeah That's exactly. nuts. <laughs> I'm actually going to use that one time eventually. <laughs> In the year of our Lord 2023, the words I do not have a catchphrase has become a wrestling catchphrase. Jeez. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about AEW in a bit. We'll take another break uh, and hear from our other podcasts on the pod network. All right, uh, let's talk about AEW and start off with All Out. So a lot of people generally agree that it was a good show from top to bottom, especially coming off of uh, CM Punk's controversy and then his firing literally the day before the show. So for those of you who uh, who get the reference, ito ba yung bagong yugto ng AEW? And again, if you know, you know. Uh, Emil, <laughs> did you think this was the low-key reset button for Tony Khan and company? Yes, definitely. Um, it's uh, you, you can see it. Some of the performers, then, eh? like uh, they, parang they're re uh, re-energized. Uh, this is this is a new chapter. Without, uh, they're moving on without uh, Phil, and uh, it looks like uh, they're all motivated. Uh, they are all excited, and kita kita naman sa mga like my expectations with all out was really low. Like you know, we just came. From all out, all in a week ago. So, bababa yung expectations ko. But I'd say they really delivered on all the matches. This is all out. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I consider this a, a reset uh, of some sorts for AW. Ikaw, Ro, bagong yugto moment ba nila to? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also pretty impressive considering the fact na ito yung B-side ng all, out, all in, right? So, that was mm. pretty interesting. Um, in a way, the, the, the matches were also booked to be better than all in but also it was clear that it was the all in side b <laughs> if you if you ever um if you ever had a tape cassette tape so uh interesting really interesting um they were also pretty motivated i, I think the elite most of all <laughs> but everyone then um if you were if you were an enemy of CM Punk, you were motivated to do better because you wanted to get the stink of the controversy off off of the off of the sheets. But if you were a friend of CM Punk, you probably were motivated out of spite for for that decision. So uh, a lot of motivation all around. And uh, I wanted to go back to what we said in um, Picks of the Week episode. And, uh, it was unfortunate that the success of All In um, all around was, was tainted by... Uh, Punk acting out and uh, not regulating himself emotionally. So it was pretty good. And um, obviously, the issues within AEW are not all going to go away just because Punk left. But um, it's also pretty nice to see them rally together and do their best, especially when the back when their backs are up against the wall in Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, very surprising for AEW, uh, especially Tony Khan, to get booed in Chicago. But then again, kasi nga, 
eh, si CM Punk para sang just in Chicago, di ba? So, kaya siya nabu doon. So, it's just, it was very surreal, this whole thing. Uh, to see it all play out in front of our eyes, both on social media and then on TV. So, uh, you compare All Out to All In and then Payback and even the TV shows that we've had throughout this 10-11 day stretch. Let's keep it to that. Uh, was All Out the best show or was there a show that surpassed All Out for you guys? I, I liked All Out a lot. For me, All Out is a close second to Payback. That's uh, interesting, and, and it's it's kind of a shame that All In is third on my list. But you must enjoy the first two cases of All In, honestly. Uh, I would say All Out was the best. Um, Payback could have been if Nakamura won, and then if the crowd was hot for the Nakamura Rollins match. But it it kind of died in that spot. So, parang uh, it's not Triple H's fault, also, but. Um, it also is one of those things that something isn't translating, so it didn't work out as well as everyone hoped. And All Out was just super electric from top to bottom. Even though it was overkill uh, with the way Tony Khan likes to book pay-per-views, um, there is an, a real need for editing uh, across the board. But uh, it was still pretty great. Like um, It's also a lot of things that I love about wrestling in that show. Like, uh, you got meet forever you got uh violence and blood and then you got uh, orange cassidy doing orange cassidy and john moxley being john moxley so um despite my misgivings about uh the way tony khan runs his business uh it's it's like wwe vince, right? you you don't like vince booking but um the wrestlers are determined to succeed despite of it so i think it's the same here and it's really it really makes for good uh professional wrestling tv so uh I enjoy I enjoyed All Out, and if you are on the fence about AEW, I think you guys should check out All Out. Maybe not the whole show, but you know the ones with uh, the ones we're praising, the ones we're um, we're talking about the big names. So uh, a lot of stuff to be enjoyed on that show. Mm-hmm. Any favorite, you know, from All Out? Uh, if you guys listen to Picks of the Week, I uh, shouted out my favorite match, which was the strap match between Ricky Starks and Brian Danielson. Pero my favorite moment from All Out is uh, when uh, the wife of Miro, CJ Perry, aka formerly known as uh, Lana, um, aka appeared. FKA, pa. <laughs> did I, did I repeat? Yeah, that's okay. true. No, it's, it's, no, 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 that makes sense. I, I get what he was I, trying to say. <laughs> uh, appeared. But she didn't on... get called by a name, eh, diba? She just came yeah. out and she's his wife. Yeah, no, Mrs. Miro. Uh, no, 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 because I know. They put that deal together the week of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They right. somehow uh, didn't agree on a name. So mm. uh, that goes to show you the creative process. <laughs> and and, so and, and, weird and I mean, like this big name comes out and she has no name on the product. <laughs> it's just so odd. But, but everybody okay. knows who she is, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah of course. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> yeah. exactly. And then the, the funniest thing about all of this is when nung nasaling na siya, Mira was acting like she's a stranger. Like, dude, she's your wife. You No, no. Magkasama kayo lagi sa bahay. No, may, may story in. Okay, okay. Obviously, Pero he knows that her. she's his wife. <laughs> but, but, uh, you're not really No, she, he, watching the Redeemer vignettes. He parang, didn't, yeah, he didn't want anything to do with his wife. He wanted to, you know, he, all his, right, his okay. entire thing was about his God. Yeah, so not paying attention. Okay, now I have some. That was, <laughs> that was, that was, 
that's it. That was funny. That like uh, tawo na tawo when that moment happened. So that's why we're from all out. And of course, yeah, no, the Blackpool Combat Club being together again. And actually, I think all of them won their matches. Um, the tag Claudio and uh, Utah, and then Brian with the strap match, and John Moxley with the uh, with the international championship. And guy, see Brian, he wrestled as a face. He's still together with the group, which is nice. Because Blackpool Combat Club is, you know, I want them to stick together because they're really good. Okay, uh, when we did Picks of the Week on Monday, I, I, I hadn't gotten to see the whole show yet. But after I did, my favorite part of the whole thing was Miro versus Hobbs. <laughs> Big uh, meaty men slapping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not what you would expect of AEW wrestling. It's not the DNA of AEW. That's right. So uh, the fact that Miganon is a nice, refreshing change of pace. And um, I hope and it, it did look like... Um, it won over the the traditionally smarky crowd of Chicago. So uh, it goes to show you that it's not always about the, the indie-tastic acrobatic stuff, but also good old-fashioned big meaty men slapping meat. So uh, if you haven't seen that yet, please do so. And then you yeah. also <laughs> got to watch Samojo versus Shane Taylor. Uh, uh, Shane Taylor yeah. proved why he was booked on that show. So uh, go watch those because, hey... Uh, you, it might not be your cup of tea the same way it was ours, but it does stand out in a good way. Na appreciate ko na sobrang may branding yung catchphrase ni Big E na Big Meaty Men Slapping Meat that it has transcended promotions. Yeah. <laughs> He's an active WWE should, guy. You should trademark and they said, that, yeah. Big Meaty Men Slapping Meat. And if Big E is not making money out of it, someone has done him dirty. I mean, big big meaty man transcends all wrestling promotions anyway. Yeah, so. but obviously it was a <laughs> WWE podcast. <laughs> oh, he said it on the New Day pod, which is under WWE. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, last thing coming out of All Out. What are you most excited for in the immediate future of AEW? Because oh, um, I appreciate how uh, we have all of these new storyline threads being brought out. So MJF and Samoa Joe. You've got Hangman versus Swerve. Uh, you also have the, the, the tournament. And then uh, Roddy and the Kingdom really doubling down on their heelishness as a group. So what's your favorite part of this post-All Out and I guess post-CM Punk AEW landscape? I'm going to be interested on how are they going to book Collision or how Collision is going to look from now on. Because before it used to be you know, the CM Punk show, like all of his friends are there. All of the guys I didn't like are not there. They're on Dynamite. So now with him being gone, how different is Collision going to look from Dynamite? Because one of the things that I liked about Collision is that the, the guys who, is re- who are wrestling in Collision are not on Dynamite. And Guys are who are on dynamite, parang minsala lang sila lumabas sa collision. So that's I'm gonna be interested in how they how that play, uh, how that goes uh, in the future. So. All right, Igor Ro. Uh, I'm also I'm I'm still pretty interested in MJF Adam Cole, but I'm also interested in MJF Samoa Joe. Kasi ito yung sa pang side quest na uh, they're figuring out now. Like I, I like that um modern um, mainstream pro wrestling now is. Slowly drifting away from yung yung fucking timetable na sinaset ni Vince McMahon that day because monthly pay per views mean um, you gotta write everything in in bursts of four weeks, right? and now they're not doing that. Like whether they planned it this way or they're adjusting for um, organic crowd reactions, 
I like that they're adjusting and calling audibles now. Okay, we don't have to do the breakup right now. We don't have to get to the title match right now. We can do other things and then we can I don't retrain um we can retrain the expectations of the audience of what makes a good story in pro wrestling. So that's pretty cool. Um also like uh what um whatever the women are doing. Um Obviously, it's a, a, a long way to go, but I think the women are slowly finding their stride. Like, uh, maybe Tony is already uh, an in the the most compelling thing about the AEW women's division. <laughs> so, That's true. Yeah, I, I love her uh, old Hollywood icon gimmick. Uh, so, I'm um, having things to be excited about, and I think um, Tony Khan also is also at his best. When he has to work out of a scandal like this, he we saw it last year with Brawl Out, and mm. um, it kind of normalized after that. But now we're also in that uh, energized uh, refocus period where uh, TK has to do all the lines he could to make a, make the best show he could make. <laughs> Ito, uh, speaking from personal experience, a company does feel extra energized after you've. Exercised certain demons. Yeah. Uh, may, may gigil ge coming out uh, of that because you really want to show the world that they were the problem. We're so much better without them. So, um, fearless forecast ko is you'll feel that same energy from AEW, whether or not they say it in those terms. Yeah, agree, agree. Bago yung after all. Yeah, uh, we know because <laughs> previous experiences. <laughs> For those of you who made it this far, the audio-only part of the podcast for bonus conversations on NXT, as always. Let's start with Braun Breaker and Von Wagner. They've been going at it for a few weeks now, and then it led to this main event match where the ending was basically uh, a very implied graphic injury for Von Wagner. And I see Braun Breaker was going to bash Von Wagner's brains in with the steel steps. So obviously, very artful the pagkaka-produce uh, ng NXT for the TV viewer, they cut the black, but you could still hear what was going on. Tapos was in a Vic Joseph na no no. But I, I think Vic even yelled you son of a bitch or something. A la Jim Ross. And then you you heard the steel steps clanging on top of one another. And the last shot before it went to black was Vaughn clearly uh, uh, trapped there. Nindi siya makagalaw such that pag binagsak ni Braun yung steel steps, his head will get bashed in. So. In the days since, nakita natin na meron pictures of a bleeding Von Wagner on a gurney. We also saw this video taken by a fan na si Booker T, he had this very blank expression na parang what the hell is going on. And meron mga nagsasabi na uh, natamaan talaga si Von Wagner. Obviously, uh, Von Wagner is alive. He seems to be okay. I hope he is okay. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people have thoughts and feelings coming out of this injury angle. So, Emil, where do you want to start here? Man, this... Like, honestly, I've never been more scared of watching wrestling than I did when this happened. Because uh, okay, okay. it escalated nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it escalated really quickly. Like, yeah, yeah, main event match, okay, no disqualification, good. Your typical no DQ match. And then your post-match, yung, when it cut to black, that was that was so horrifying. And then you can hear the, the yung reactions to mga people inside of the CWC and Rick Joseph going, you son of a bitch. Man. <laughs> So, like, I, I was when I was watching NXT, parang I was working, then I was like, parang background noise, noise Then when it happened, like, so bang napatuto ko, napatulala ako sa screen for like a, a minute because I couldn't believe that 
they pulled that off. Like obviously, no, you know, it, it's a work, it's a work angle. Nah, hindi naman talagang binas yung ulo. Pero still, when you watch it on TV and when you know they really produced that thing, that uh, segment really well. Like that's all I can say about them. And it, um, it suddenly became one of the hottest angles in NXT because of that. And I'm looking forward to the time of Abalexi Wagner and Babawisha, okay, Braun Breaker. So. If, if that if that scared you a lot, have I got a clip to show you after we go off the air? <laughs> I, I don't know what your clip is, Ro, but the moment for Emil was when Kane put Shawn Michaels' yeah, okay. head. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. So, we're thinking about the same spot. Okay, okay, okay. We're thinking about the same spot. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, okay, okay. So the moment then for you, Emil, for our generation, or at least for me and Ro. You know, you know, Yung ano, pinakita na Leon, ah. Pero I will show you after we go off the air. Oh, mm. Okay, okay, got it. Mm. <laughs> oh, Iro, what, what did you think? You break it down. Uh, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting that they're trying new things. Uh, obviously, hindi na kasi TV14 yung WWE. So they can't show that thing the way they showed the other thing that I'm going to show Emil. Uh, interesting, though, because uh, you, you don't really... No pro wrestling to be that subtle and artful, if you will. They, they, they don't do that. They don't ply their trade like that. Um, especially WWE. Vince is, you know, as unsubtle as they come. So really interesting. Um they they did go hard for what seems to be a rather meh <laughs> Braun Breaker versus Von Wagner story. So that's another I know that's another thing. Uh it's amazing that they're really going all in on the babyface sympathetic Von Wagner project. I say, uh, I, I will admit he has gotten a little better at doing promos, especially among intense ones. Like, um, obviously, when you watch it like two years ago, he was really terrible at speaking. <laughs> That's why they gave him Mr. Stone to begin with. Uh, he is coming along nicely. And um, I don't know if he's going to light the world up, but... Uh, Goes to show that you can be reclaimed in NXT in the performance center. So that's pretty cool of them to, to demonstrate. Um, did we need to show Braun Breaker being uh, a cruel, uh, really mean badass? Um, and meaner than know. evil, nga, diba? Yeah, yeah. So maybe yes. Um, at this point, I feel that Braun Breaker is doing side quests, but. Um, Interesting. No, it's an interesting choice, Um, I like that they are giving this much effort to uh, a story that I think even I wrote off initially. All right. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen um, this this clip from NXT we're talking about, it's at the very end of the episode, and I'm sure my clips are on YouTube and on Twitter, so it's not going to be hard to find. Um, you know, uh, a lot of fans have also posted like actual pictures and videos from from the taping, from the live taping at the performance center. So it's it's not hard to find. Uh, more NXT stuff here. Ro mentioned the word side quest, and a lot of main roster stars have gone down to NXT to have their own little side quests. And the latest one to join that list is the man Becky Lynch. And I don't know kung sina Jani leto from the get go, but it seems na Tiffany Stratton accidentally calling Becky Lynch. 
an, a, a former NXT Women's Champion has led to this side quest where now Becky is going after the NXT Women's Championship. So, hindi ko alam kung happy accident lang siya. But I kind of like this since they're probably keeping Becky away from Rhea and Becky just finally dealt with Trish Stratus. So, why not have her mix it up with Tiffany Stratton for a while? To that question, uh, before you go, Emil, I, I think they had this in mind. Pero, nadulas lang si... Or, or na, I, I don't think slip. I don't know. I, I don't think Tiffany Stratton was a, a fan before this, so I think, parang you you assume that all women's champions of this era have become uh, former NXT women's champions. But that didn't happen for Bianca. That didn't happen for Becky, right? Yeah. So uh, it's it's one of those things where you can see who is a real hardcore fan, not a real fan, but a hardcore fan, and who isn't. So. Uh, that added fuel to the fire. Um, it was a side quest. Like I, I don't know then where, where you put Becky on the main roster after this. And since they're doing the whole relegation thing on NXT anyway, um, Becky is as good as uh, anyone to come down and do something different while uh, keeping you know the rotation on Raw fresh. Sorry, go Emil, go. Um, I can see this. Palang yung Dolph Ziggler run in NXT. Like, uh, you know, she's going to win the title, but uh, at the end of the day, she's going to put over Tiffany. So start um, padding para kay Becky. Yeah, start padding. Yeah, because she's not the Grand Slam champion in the four horsewomen, horse right? All of them has have won the Raw, SmackDown, or previously the Raw, SmackDown, and the uh, NXT title. And nung time kasi nila, she yung ano eh, she yung... When they were all in NXT, she was like the sidekick lang ni ano ni Sasha ni formerly known as Sasha Banks. So um, I like it, you know. If uh, if they're really saving Becky versus Rhea for a future time, then her going down to NXT is a is a good move. Plus, I really can't think of anyone in NXT as of this moment in the women's division that I can see beating Tiffany for the title. So why not have? The main roster star go down and you know do a side quest there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited here for Tiffany Stratton because she's really improved so much over the last year and she's beginning to put it all together with uh, the Barbie and the Toodles and all of that stuff. I I really enjoy watching her perform. Maganda yung elements of her character like it, it's way better than when she first debuted as the spoiled daddy's girl na brat, tiba. Ito para mas mas well rounded na siya as a character and yung pagka elitista niya para mas defined narin. So um, I I think uh, having her and Becky Lynch go toe-to-toe will really exp- uh, increase your experience points ni Tiffany Stratton in the ring. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how far this takes her and how far they're they're going to be able to uh, stretch itong runny Becky on NXT, especially since Bohangang wala siyang feud right now on the main roster. Yeah, she's good. I think she's got it. Um, if anything, it's it's going to make a lot of wrestling fans salty. But uh, yung success ni Tiffany Stratton and similar uh, other wrestlers that they have in NXT right now. Um it kind of proves yung uh yung 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 business plan ng performance center with signing the non-wrestling athlete. So uh you take that and then you take the 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 solid foundational training that they have over there and you get a winning recipe then for um for great pro wrestlers, which is 
incidentally, what happened all the way decades before. Like you, a lot of people just took football players and turned yeah. them to wrestlers. They took bodyguards and bouncers and t- t- uh, became uh, turned them to wrestlers. So this is nothing new. It's just that um, they're Different actively era. doing they're actively doing that and seeking you know NCAA athletes out. So um, there are multiple paths to wrestling, and I like that um, it's worked out for uh, non-wrestling fans because hey, you do have to have a healthy mix, and Tiffany Stratton is proof of that. Uh, proof of that. Um, that purpose. About so uh, props to Tif- Tiffany Stratton. I think she's gonna go far. Um, I well, if Bianca is any is any indication, I think she'll go far then. And uh, what better person to work with than Becky Lynch? Mm-hmm. So there, uh, those are our bonus audio-only conversations for this week on the podcast. As always, if you comments or gusto idagdag sa usapan, you know where to find us on TikTok and on Twitter. It is at Wrestling2XPod. All right, uh, let's get to some plugs. Emil, you've got something new to plug on the heels of NBA 2K24 dropping over the weekend. Yes, so NBA 2K24 is going to drop tomorrow and over the weekend. No, 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 I'm just on my own. I, I just <laughs> want to do this. You have code in special download. And I'm planning to stream some gameplay of the weekend. So it's going to be on my personal Facebook page. I think that's Saturday nights so around 8 or 9 p.m. So I'm going to stream it So join me. You know, I'm going to play some some of the Mamba Moments uh, challenges there. So that's what I'm planning to do on Saturday. Twitch? Sorry, so. Twitch? No, Facebook, 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 yeah, personal Facebook page. So that's okay. where I'm. That's where I'm gonna stream. So, uh, join me on a Saturday night, and you know, uh, let's uh, let's see if 2K24 is really a great game because all all of the rumors I've been hearing, uh, it's gonna be a very very brand new game because of the uh, new animation. So let's see. So join me uh, Saturday night. So NBA 2K24 stream on my personal Facebook page. So, yeah. All right, uh, Ro. Yeah, uh, Unmasked is coming back by the weekend. We also hit some... Uh, it was supposed to come back today, but we also hit some more scheduling snafus. So, uh, so if anyone out there is waiting for the new episodes after two weeks, um, it's coming. Stay tuned. We, re- we already recorded and it's coming. Uh, we, we have ended the season with this latest session of recording. So it, until then, if you haven't listened to the, to the rest of the season... It's available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search Unmasked, the Chronicles of Romaran and Sandata. All right. Yeah. Uh, new MWF tapings happening yeah. on September 24, uh, 23, pala, sorry. 24, 24. Or 24. 24. Yeah, 24. 24. It's, it's a Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 4.30 p.m. sa Mandala Park in Shaw Boulevard or along Shaw Boulevard in Mandaluyong. So go watch us do our thing live. But in case you can't make it, MWF is on Rock of Manila TV Mondays at 9 p.m. Please make that your Monday night uh, habit. Uh, really excited to keep bringing our stuff to, th- uh, to TV, especially now that we're showing Road to Fate starting next Monday. So a uh, new set of episodes na to, uh, from MWF. Uh, you we also have um, post-show recaps. Yung review namin of Heels Season 2 is still ongoing. Uh, we, we dropped 
yung episode 6 recap over the week. It was me and Grace Leader, my regular co-host for that one. Uh, but she's taking a break because of the Toronto International Film Festival. So Ro here is joining me for episode 7. We're recording that episode on Monday. So that should be out in your podcast feeds mga Monday night or yes, Tuesday are. morning whenever they figure that out um, in their end of the world. So go check out that podcast. Again, it's called Post Show Recaps. Uh, the Young Heels episodes are on the same feed there as hey, every other uh, show that they do. If you guys tune in, maybe they'll let us do more TV shows. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, um, go check out. Uh, I'm going to plug my TikTok at Stan C says because I've been working on that the last couple of weeks. Thank you uh, to everybody who's been uh, showing it some love, especially in the wake of the FIBA World Cup. And to everybody who's been uh, saying hi at the games, really appreciate you all. So uh, if any of you are going to be at the semifinals tomorrow, Samoa Arena, kita kita tayo dun. And if you happen to snap a photo, please tag me because I'm very bad with names. So I would like to get to know your names when you tag me on Instagram after we have our little uh, photo ops at uh, the arena. Uh, there, that's it. Uh, go follow us individually at EML underscore Meister at Rois War at Monday Night Rowan at Chino Supersize and at underscore Stan C for me. For the podcast, it is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast or on TikTok and Twitter. It is at Wrestling 2X Pod. Thank you so much to Babyface producer Jasper who was at the controls once again and to every uh, other member of the pod network for all of the work that they do behind the scenes to keep this podcast afloat. Uh, thank you to everybody who's watched and listened to this episode. Another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is in the books on behalf of Emil Nate and Ro Moran. My name is Stan C saying stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.